Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to the Razzblitz Podcast. I am your host, Matt Bowie. Joining me today is my partner in crime, Zach Robinson. Zach, how you doing? I was having a great day until uh, the funniest Twitter mention of all time that I think I shared with you. Um, the Raz, the Razzball main Twitter account published my oh, rankings, yeah. and you know, you know, you know. I'm sending my rankings. I'm feeling pretty good about it. You know, I got I got Kirk Cousins up there, so I post my own article, right? But the uh, the main Twitter account always posts out the articles, and so someone commented under one uh, under the Razball account post that said, you know, 2017 Fantasy Football Weekly Rankings Week Three Zach's rankings, and some dude just commented. Those don't look like rankings. <laughs> he had to be trolling, man, because they they were very clearly rankings. Or he was making fun of your rankings because they yeah, didn't look I, good I to think, him or something. I think that's what it was. I really liked your rankings this week. I liked the boldness on uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, I thought you were fair on wide receivers and running backs, too. Yeah, I, uh, I had a tough time. Um, you, so usually my process really is using the projections as more of a baseline, and then if I see you know Ezekiel Elliott behind you know Kareem Hunt, and I think to myself eh, that probably shouldn't happen, I'll adjust. But for the wide receivers and running backs, a lot of it was really close to the expert consensus rankings, and like I think a couple players are like maybe three or four spots off, especially Des Bryant, but. Um, but yeah, no, I pretty as of now it could change. But as of now, you know, I think running back and wide receivers fairly straightforward this week. Yeah, I think it's going to be more like that coming up here in the next you know few weeks uh, with the expert consensus and what we're thinking because we're really starting to learn how learn who players are this season and what their role is. I mean. You have star the star players who are the top the top tier, but we're figuring out the wide wide receiver twos, uh, the twenty through thirty running backs and whatnot. So everyone's going to start coming together uh, a lot more, I, I think, in my opinion. But uh, one interesting rank that I had is I moved Deshaun Jackson into my top twenty this week because they play the uh, Minnesota Vikings now. Uh, I have Mike Evans ranked at number seven because he'll be pretty much facing off with Xavier Rhodes on Sunday. So I think Deshaun Jackson is going to have a chance for some targets and maybe a couple of deep balls. And I think I think he's a legit wide receiver too this week. What do you think? No, I totally I totally agree with that analysis. I love the tweet that you sent out. You said uh, going to be a big Deshaun Jackson week. Rhodes will face a few Evan targets. Evans targets. Look at what Martavis did against Minnesota. Could be similar for Djax, and I think that's I think that's a perfect um, reasoning. 
you have to educate me because I again I didn't you know I I watch Red Zone so if if there isn't really a big play and I, I of course analyze you know the the games after the fact and reading your Monday the Monday morning recap article but Jackson wasn't too involved against the Bears was he? No, I think he had like four or five targets. No, he had he had like five or six targets. Uh, Jameis overthrew him a couple of times. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Jameson looked very good on Sunday. Um, yeah, I, t- like I talked about the, that in the rankings. Yeah, um, so I think a lot of it had to do with him not playing meaningful football for three or four weeks. But, um, yeah, it wasn't very promising. And as many of you know, I'll be at the game on Sunday. So I'll see firsthand whether um, it's, it's the rust or whether he, he just hasn't um, – made the strides that we were all expecting this year. So uh, well, also, also too, um, I don't think the game script benefited Evans no, or no. Winston at all. Like, thanks to their defense, they were out to a 20-point lead very early in the game, and it was just about just keeping the keeping the game close and just feeding the ball off to Jaquiz Rogers and then um, Charles Sims. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of agree. They jumped out ahead pretty early, so... Maybe it wasn't uh, really the sh- the shootout game that uh, that Winston needs to you know put up fantasy points. Uh, maybe a, a little little closer score this week will benefit him more in the yards and the touchdowns. But um, they still got plenty of weapons on offense. So it'll be interesting to see if he can uh, turn around. But we can get right into Thursday night. We got the Rams and the Forty ers So uh, what do you think of Carlos Hyde going up against the Rams front seven? You know, it's interesting because I think the volume, I know the volume is going to be there for Hyde, but it's not a great matchup whatsoever. So again, there are always, I I think you should start him, right? Like last week for Jaquiz Rogers, I made the case for starting him because although the Chicago front seven is very tough, the, the Rogers had a baseline of 20 carries, right? Carlos Hyde is the running back in in uh, San Francisco. I understand they have Matt Breda, but it's his backfield now. I was totally 1,000% wrong over the offseason thinking that his job was in jeopardy. That was me with C.J. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. I was 100% wrong in C.J. Anderson. Yeah, like Hyde did very well, or not very well, but he was very productive against um, Seattle uh, rushed for, I want to say, 135-ish yards. No touchdowns, though. Couldn't find the That's zone. That's the front seven of all front sevens. Yeah, too. yeah. And again, Seattle's, you know, they're definitely their secondary is better than their rushing uh, defense. But because the volume is there for Hyde, I don't think you should bench him. Sure, it's a tough matchup, but if you give any running back 20 carries or more, which they will give Hyde 20 or more carries he'll be he'll find his way in this game and i'm i'm not expecting this to be a one-sided affair where san francisco will have to just throw the ball all over the field because they're going to be down to the rams early i could be wrong you could i don't know what your opinion on this game is but i'm expecting this one to be another thursday night you know yeah 12 yeah. 12 to 9 you know yeah, battle. it's going to be a slough fest. I, I don't even know if that's like a real expression or a word. It's just it's just kind of an emotion <laughs> that came out of my mouth. Um, I like the running backs. I like both running backs in this game. I like uh, Carlos Hyde and Todd Gurley. Um, so there's someone I really like on the Rams. It's Gerald Everett. Um, the problem with him, the, uh, well, a little background, he was highly touted in the preseason. Uh, a lot of the beat writers in L.A. that cover uh, – the Rams, I'm not sure how many of them there actually are because I'm not sure there, if anyone actually cares about them out in L.A. But uh, <laughs> they said he could lead the team in receiving this year. And he had a, he had a good college career. Um, I think he went in the second round, second or third round of the draft. He's a tight end. Um, but he got three catches for 90-some yards last week, and his one catch in week one was for 39 yards. Um, I'm expecting an uptick of targets, but the problem is the 49ers have pretty much uh, taken Greg Olson and Jimmy Graham out of the game in consecutive weeks. So that's the one guy that I liked at receiver uh, in this Thursday night game. 
or tight end, tight end, what have you, the one person I liked in the passing game. But that's just kind of gone. So I guess Pierre Garçon, um, the Rams secondary isn't that brutal. Um, maybe Sammy Watkins can get something going this week, but I really don't have any faith in that. But yeah, the, I agree with you. I think it's just another Thursday night game. Yeah, I, I don't mind Sammy Watkins too much, especially because, again, this is a very young defense that could be prone to mistakes. They looked... It's so weird to say that their defense walked into Seattle and pretty kind of shut out the Seahawks, but they did do that. And so, again, I yeah, I don't know what to think about Sammy Watkins and Goff this week. Yeah, Watkins had, like, two targets last week, two, three. Yeah, around there. Yeah, that's uh, that's not the way to resign a guy that's going to be a free agent next yeah, year. Yeah, I, th- I think keep you, him around. I think you put it perfectly. I, you, you're starting the running backs with confidence, and if you have to in deeper leagues, I think you can give the nod to Watkins. Um, if you're really hurting at quarterback, find another option. Uh, but if there don't isn't, go there. if there isn't uh. another option, I Goff isn't the worst play. He's looked right. He's looked better than he had yeah, last absolutely. year, and that's just because McVay's running the show instead of um, Jeff Fisher. But, yeah, I, I'm confident on Hyde and Gurley, but not really anyone else. So we got our first London game this week. Uh, we'll be starting at 9.30 Eastern time, so set your alarm clocks early if, uh, if you're a partier on Saturday night or what have you, or just uh, something to change the channel on if your kids watch uh, Saturday morning cartoons, kind of screw them over for the day. Um, we got the Jaguars and the Ravens. Um, so who do you, I, <laughs> I said I wasn't going to hate on Leonard Fournette anymore, um, but this isn't a very good matchup for him against the Ravens defense. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to start him next week, especially because it's never good for you to drastically change time zones like this i understand that there is a week between games but yeah i and aside from that you know just sticking to football the ravens defense is a very good one especially up front i'm not confident in in fournette and maybe i should be because he was productive against houston but i'm just gonna play it safe and find another option yeah um so you are a Buck Allen truther and not uh, Terrence West at this point, correct? Yeah, I mean, how can you not be? He just out-snapped right. West. And again, that was probably because West was injured, but again, in week one, West was healthy and Allen still outproduced him. So yes, I, right. I didn't know there was such thing as being a Javorius Allen truther, but I guess I you am. are. I am too. <laughs> we are the... The official podcast of Javorius Allen, apparently. <laughs> all right, I think that's all really we need to talk about with that game. You know, actually, just, oh, okay. one, just one last thing, um, and I only bring this up because someone left a comment about this underneath um, my rankings post. But I just to reiterate, as of now, I don't want to start Jeremy Macklin because my guess is. I assume that Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Bouye, will, one of them will be covering Macklin, even if Macklin plays out of the slot, right? They Both right. of those cornerbacks usually don't operate in the slot, but it would shock me if the uh, whoever the D.C. is for um, Jacksonville, if he would put Bouye and Ramsey on Wallace, sure, but you're going to stick the other one on Brashad uh, Perriman? Nah, that that sense. just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, and I just think they would have to adapt to this given you know matchup. Even if that's, cha- does that's changing your slot. whole playbook for one game, that doesn't make any sense. So you would think that they no, would... I I don't think the Ravens would change their whole playbook for for one game and you know move Macklin to strictly s- s- slot snaps. You know, yeah, that's true. Um, Broncos and Bills. Um, I love C.J. Anderson this week. The Bills' defense is terrible. Uh, C.J. Anderson could run for another 150 yards this week. Um, what do you think about the wide receivers in Denver? What do you think about Trevor Simeon's start this year? 
You know, an interesting thing about Simeon, really quick, he, he has an absolutely fantastic um, playoff schedule. Just, just, I just wanted to throw that out there, just for anyone that's look. That's, I don't know why you would be looking this far in advance, but if you're really good at fantasy football, maybe that interests you. But I like Simeon. Um, he's definitely, you know, he he definitely played well um, in both against uh, Dallas and against uh, Los Angeles, um, and for this week. You know, against Buffalo, I think he's a fine start. I don't really understand why Cam Newton didn't do as well as he should have against this Bill secondary. Um, he just doesn't look the same. He really doesn't. And not to pat myself on the back or anything, but I was really cautious about Cam just heading into the year and all of my fears. Oh, yeah, we both were. Yeah, all of my fears have been confirmed. I, there was one play specifically that I was watching where um, McCaffrey was – wide open in the end zone and he just overthrew him yeah and you yep. just look at that and you're how does he miss that throw again i'm not an nfl you know i'm not a quarterback so you know armchair quarterback but again buffalo started two new corners last week and cam wasn't able to pick them apart i think they should be exploited again um i think Tri- uh, simeon should exploit them and i like sanders of course always in PPR. He's a target mm-hmm. hog. And Demarius Thomas, same same goes for him. Do you think uh, LaShawn McCoy can have any more success uh, this week than he did last week? I know it's the Broncos, but he's coming off a bad week. you, you got to think he's going to have a little fire in his belly this week. Yeah, this is also the defense that limited Elliott last week to eight yards, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, I I'm not confident in the thing McCoy, is but can the Cowboys mention? have I don't know the Cowboys have other options they can throw to Dez um I guess that's not really a great argument I, I just I no, think it's no, gonna be I, too I no I understand what you're saying because again this goes back to the you know wherever there's production value will follow right like Again, Jaquiz Rogers and Carlos Hyde, and is it safe to assume if when LaShawn McCoy receives the ball 20 to 25 times every single week, even if it's against this Denver defense, I don't think you can bench him. I, I don't think you are, can either. So I'm trying to think of an example. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> nothing's coming, but who would you start? LaShawn over, especially if you drafted him as your number one running back, yeah. most likely. So, yeah, I don't think you can bench him, but just don't expect him to have that big. terrible of a week last week, in all honesty. Um, yeah, but he, he well, I mean, he had like five catches for 30 some yards. Yeah, he was definitely serviceable in, in uh, any sort of point per reception league. I think, yeah, like you were saying, he's going to get the ball enough. He's going to get some yards, even if he doesn't get in the end zone. He should be able to give you uh, seven or eight points at, at the very least against the Broncos. We we can hope in uh, standard leagues. So uh, Steelers and the Bears, um, Martavis Bryant and Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. I expect them all to rake this week. Um on the Bears' side of the ball, are you looking at Tariq Cohen or uh, Jordan Howard? Not Howard, but yes, Cohen. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, I think Howard he... was, and I, I I expect him to definitely play this week. I don't know in what capacity, but he was seen, I believe, after the game in a in an yeah, arm, arm sling. sling. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that that's never a good sign, but. Yeah, and I drafted Jordan Howard, too, in one of my main leagues, and I'm just absolutely furious so far, um, just because, you know, the the bust potential was high with him because this is a terrible offense, and all of those fears are coming into play, and it doesn't help that Tariq right. Cohen is that good. Right. Yeah, he's uh, he might he might take Jordan Howard's job. It's It's looking... It's lo- it's looking like he would. I've I've been in denial in my Monday post the last two weeks, but <laughs> I don't know. In the one league that I do have Jordan Howard, I have Tariq Cohen backing him up, and I think I'm going to start Cohen. At, uh, it's fourteen you- team league too. I I, I draft him in the second to last round. You want to hear something crazy? What? So how much? So w- w- the league that I'm talking to you uh, about the Jordan Howard um, on my team. 
we play in a $100 fab, right, for waiver wire uh, yeah. acquisitions. How much money do you think out of 100? How much money do you think the David Johnson owner dropped on Tariq Cohen? Oh, it's a total five? panic move. So $75. 50, but he he dropped 50 and he left all of us saying, "Really? After yeah. after one week, like I understand you lost Johnson, but you know, and kudos to um the guy who did it because it looks like Tariq Cohen is the real deal thus far or you know he's playing better than jordan howard so the bucks defense is pretty fucking good and he he caught eight balls for 55 yards uh wasn't effective in the running game but they're just gonna try and get the ball in his hand and yeah and and how could you not like he's you know i think he's you know fantastic in ppr because as you can, as you saw last week, it only takes half of a quarter for the Bears to be down by twenty. Gotcha. Yep, I agree. Um, Vikings and Buccaneers. We kind of went over this game a little bit, but we can go over the Vikings side of the ball. Um, uh, it's going to be a, a tough matchup for um, for Cook, Dalvin Cook. Um, Sam Bradford's questionable, but he practiced today. So if Sam Bradford is playing, are you starting Stefan Diggs or Adam Thielen? Yeah, I I don't mind Diggs. Um it would it, it would depend on who you would start Thielen over, but I don't think he's the worst start in the world. Again, this all just comes down comes down to if Sam Bradford's going to start. It, it, did you yeah. hear the press conference that uh Mike Zimmer said or or uh, when he talked about Bradford? <laughs> That he's was, fine. He might be out for six weeks. But yeah, he's fine. You know, he way. could be out for a year, but he'll be okay. And, and you know, <laughs> he's not wrong because twenty-five years from now, he'll probably be alive. So, you know, and he he's probably made a is lot okay. of money, so he is okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> again, I'm very. This all just depends on Sam Bradford. If Bradford is is in, definitely start Diggs, and I don't mind Thielen. If Bradford is out. Yeah, you can start Diggs. Definitely don't start Thielen, though. I don't recommend starting Dalvin Cook this week. I don't know how you really, feel about even though that. so he so Cook is you know productive in the passing game, and they gave up some passing you know production from Tariq Cohen as we just spoke about. So e- even still, you okay. don't like uh, well, fair enough. Cook? And not if you have better options. I just don't think it's going to be. Uh, similar to his week one performance, I think it'll be more like his week two. Yeah, it could very well be. All right, Saints and Panthers. I really don't like Drew Brees this week. He's playing on grass. He's playing against the Panthers' defense this week. Yeah. No. Um, so I I think we've both kind of spoken at length about the Saints' running back situation. Um is there anyone in that backfield that you would want for the rest of 2017? No. No. Yeah, Me neither. I, you know, I, I go back and forth on Mark Ingram, but I I, uh, I, I, can't, I like I'd stash Alvin Kamara. Yes, definitely, definitely Kamara is a stash, but he's not a week to week option at all. Um, I, I I go back and forth on Mark Ingram. I had to drop Adrian Peterson in one of my leagues to pick up a Chris Johnson who will probably be the starter for Arizona this week. Didn't look horrible. Yeah. Yeah. No. And they did give up a lot of production to a CJ. So yeah, yeah, lock them, lock them in for some carries. And I think the production will follow, but, um, yeah, no, I, I'm not confident in this saints, uh, backfield at all, which is just great news. Rest of season for, Drew Brees and of course the passing game. I'm interested to see what's going to happen when Willie Sneed comes back and how that affects. You know, Fleener. We saw a really good game there, or a, there hasn't or a been, decent game. There has, yeah, there hasn't been a lot of production out of a second wide receiver. I mean, Michael Coleman. Thomas. It it took Michael Thomas till the fourth quarter to get to his fifth catch in 90 yeah. yards. I mean, the it's kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah, but again, again as we as we see with. As we see with uh, Carson Wentz, if there's no rushing production, it's only great thing. It's it's only, you know, 
good things to come for fantasy. Yeah, I agree. Um, Christian McCaffrey, do you see a bounce back from him this start week? I mean, week. the Saints start, start of the week. The right, week. Yeah. I I don't have him nearly as high as I want to, just because I'm I'm scared, honestly. But I'm I'm not scared. I'll probably bump him up a lot. But the more the more I think about it, the more I just yeah. This is if if there's any game for Christian McCaffrey to drop forty, even thirty, this is the game. Yeah, I agree. And I like Kelvin Benjamin this week. I, I yes. don't like uh, my dogs drinking water in the background. Uh, <laughs> hold on. And I do like uh, – I don't like Cam Newton at all, but I do like Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, I want to see more out of Cam Newton before I start him against really anybody. Yeah. Uh, moving this, on. This to, is a great matchup, oh. but it was a great matchup last week and the week before, you know? Yep. Yeah, Cam just doesn't look the same right now. Um, Colton Browns, uh, I like Jose, Isaiah Crowell to finally break out this week. Um, what do you think? You don't? No, 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 I don't. I just, I don't know what to think. And uh, there was a report that came out yeah. today, I believe, yeah. where he's talking to Hugh Jackson to get more involved in the rushing game, and for he's asking Jackson to commit to the run more. If there's any game for Crowell to do well, it's this game, though. The Browns don't have a big risk to be blown out early. And if they're just patient enough, they have a a great enough offensive line where Crowell can definitely produce. But in those last two games, it means nothing if you're down by, you know, two scores heading into the second quarter. (laughs) All right, guys, this is the Razzball Minute with Zach Robinson. Matt is, I think, checking on his dog, but I think this is just a ploy to make sure that I don't speak about Isaiah Crowell because, as we've seen in the past, I talked about Isaiah Crowell. Just edit it out. Um, my wife got home from work, and she was getting dinner and stuff, so I just moved to the office. Mm, delicious. So, Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, no, I was just talking about Isaiah Crowell with the uh, with the listeners really quick while you were out and about. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, if there's any game for Isaiah Crowell to do well, this is this is the game. Yeah, I, he's he's a guy who busts out the 30, 40-yard run, um, and I think that's very possible this week that he's able to do that a couple times. Um, what do you think of Richard Higgins? You know, funny that you ask because, again, another question about the rest of season potential for uh, Higgins was asked on the rankings post. I like it. I I think he's a great stash in a deep, you know, a deeper format. I'm not ready to give him the nod to, you know, stash him in any sort of 10 or 12 team leagues. But if we're talking about 14 to 16 team leagues, he's the perfect stash just because again Corey Coleman is out with the hand injury for an extended period of time if not the entire year so Higgins has the opportunity to get it done and if David uh I'm gonna mess up this last name but Njoku I think that's how you pronounce it maybe the end silent I'm not sure yeah I, I think it's David Njoku um if David Njoku can catch a touchdown why can't why can't uh Richard Higgins And, you know, again, I really liked him. I don't know why I ever looked at him in Colorado State, but I liked what I saw. He's talented enough to where he can make an impact just based off of just the the football guy, you know, motto of next man up. Yeah, uh, Matt Harmon really likes him too, apparently. He's been tweeting about him for about a week, so, yeah. Maybe maybe he'll be uh, maybe he'll be the real deal. Um, Texans Patriots, your boy Tom Brady. You know it's crazy. Just really quick. So I <clears throat> always heading into the week just for daily research, just for individual matchups, and just season long in general. I like to take note of the Vegas lines um, before I kind of dive into the matchups. Most of the lines these past few weeks have been, you know. Oakland Raiders, four and a half, Washington Redskins, you know, two and a half, you know, Kansas City Chiefs, five and a half. Patriots, Texans, 13 and a half spread. 
Yeah, uh, when you got Tom Brady throwing for 400-some yards the week before, and, I mean, he's going to be pissed off about the first game for the rest yeah, of the season. Yeah, because now they get, you know, now they get back home and they can't kind of get to, uh, you know, redeem themselves. Yep. Um, so, yeah, who do you like? Do you like Lamar Miller this game? No, and no, I don't. I'll tell you what I do like is the starting running back. Aside from him, I love Mike Gillisley just based off of the fact that this game should be a blowout early. And last week it was more of wow. a, last week it was more of a slugfest type game where it, it makes sense that James White was productive. I don't give the the Texans any chance to stick around in this game. Makes sense. I, I think the Patriots' offense is good enough to. Um to get past that defensive line and uh, really put up some points on the Texans. And Deshaun Watson's not going to put up a lot of points this week. Let's just be real. Um, so, yeah, I agree. I like Mike Gillisley this week. Uh, what do you think about Brandon Cooks? I'm getting a lot of Brandon Cooks trade questions in the comments. No, yeah, I think that's just an overreaction. Cooks will be productive. It, it He's been may... so hit or miss throughout his career. Yeah, I know. But I don't want to react after two weeks, you know? I'm yeah, still I I'm still keeping the faith that he'll be productive, and I like Hogan again in this matchup. Um, if we're talking deep leagues, I think Philip Dorsett is a start because he was he found some balls uh, last week against New Orleans, and yeah, I think you're pretty much starting as many people as you can on New England, and only D Hop on the Texans. All right. Um, we have the Dolphins and Jets. Let's talk about the Dolphins and not talk about the Jets. <laughs> yeah, no, that's – yeah, I love Ajayi. How could you not? I was expecting Marshawn Lynch to do better Yeah, last week. And I think the big run came once again, which, you know, as we saw it last year with Latavius Well, we're going to talk about the Raiders later. Oh, I guess oh. they played the Jets, but – yeah, 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 but I, I was just going to say, I was expecting Lynch to do better uh, last week, and I think the big run, uh, run came from Deshaun, uh, or, uh, DeAndre Washington, right? Or was it Richard? Right. It was one of those two. Or Richard. I think it was Jalen Richard. But I'm not expecting Kenyon Drake to take away from Ajayi, and I think Ajayi is no. a great star. Um, I think Devontae Parker is going to have a monster week this week. Yeah. He, Absolute the, monster week. Yeah, it's it's in order. Yeah, and uh, I don't like what the Dolphins did with Jarvis Landry. They kind of just fed him the ball last week, and it, it wasn't real. I mean, it was like 10 catches for 50-some yards or something. Like, it was not real productive at all. Uh, they got to find something different to do with this passing game. They got to they gotta find Devontae Parker down the field. They got to they gotta stretch the field more with uh, with Jarvis Landry because they, they got really lucky last week against the Chargers. So uh, this week I loved, should be... loved, loved, loved the tweet that you sent out earlier, which was uh, Young Ho Aguayo after he uh, missed again <laughs> the yeah yeah an, a, a chance to win the game for uh, Los Angeles. I like I like to keep it corny. Um, all right, Falcons Lions probably the best fantasy football game of the day. Um, uh, our... I, I disagree. I think that's uh, Raiders and uh, the Redskins. Okay, we can get to that. No, but no, uh, I, I agree with you, though. This uh, this Falcons-Lions game is going to be a good one. Matthew Stafford is going to eat. Um, so, Kenny Galladay, mm. two targets, Ugh. one catch, no, uh, that's, eight that's, yards. No, no, that's – I don't think people should I, overreact I to saying, a bad matchup against the Giants last The Giants. Week. I agree, but – TJ Jones was on the field uh, quite a bit, quite a few times, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, no, I I still like Galladay, which I I do too. I well, obviously, <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, no, I think you can start Galladay at the flex in deeper leagues. Would you want to start him in ten or twelve team leagues if you have other options? No, no. But I, I think I think he'll get right back on track. I don't know if he'll put up a you know Arizona Cardinals type game, but he kind of be... is the fourth receiving option right now you until think so? 
I mean, Ebron got more targets. Yeah, no, but that was just uh, because the Giants suck against defending tight ends. Like, I think I'm yeah. better at defending tight ends than the Giants linebacking core. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I I mean, I'm not going to fade Galladay, but I'm not going to start him in a 10 or 12 team league. Um, I got plenty of stock in him in, in 14, 16 team leagues that I, uh, I roll him out in my flex quite a bit. Um but oh, yeah. speaking of uh, speaking of Galladay, would you uh, like to uh, issue an apology? I'm not going to apologize for, for um, the uh, premature smack talk. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was more Golden Tate not doing anything, and you finding a finding a uh, a lucky Eric Ebron night against oh, me. Quit, quit your BS, lucky. I know. No, no, you. Uh, you <laughs> that beat play, me. that play was researched. <laughs> yeah, no, that was I'm sure. extremely frustrating. So last week in our industry duds podcast, for those of people, for those of you that do not follow, oh me no, on Twitter, this was Rasball writers. No, the no, I'm talking about the, the what spa, uh, sparked the trash talk. So for those of you that don't follow me on Twitter, um, I was talking about the industry duds matchup between myself and Justin Mason of Friends with Fantasy Benefits. And I think I was down five points heading into Sunday Night Football. And Jordy Nelson, good old Jordy Nelson, decided to get hurt. Um, hopefully he's all right in real life football, but for fantasy football, didn't. Uh, yeah, he's favors. gonna play next week. He expects to play. Yeah, so I put up a big zero, and then Matthew Bowie comes into the picture and says, "Oh, that sucks." And you're gonna lose to me in the Riders League. But uh, I talk too hmm. much, man. I hmm. just talk too much. Hmm. <laughs> nah. It's yep. So Zach ended up beating me. I eat my words and. Ty Montgomery had a had a good Sunday night, so I got to eat my words on that one too. No, it, did just... you see the Did you see the report that came out maybe half an hour ago? Uh-uh. I think they're good. I think the Packers are going to scale back on the workload for uh, Montgomery. Not to say shocker. No, he doesn't have a running say, back body. Not <laughs> not to say that Montgomery. You know, everyone should be hitting the panic button, but no, as he you will said, be involved you know, in the passing game, as you just said right now. He's not the best runner. I think he put up maybe 30 yards rushing, but of course had the. The game only reason the he was productive was the passing game, those yeah. two touchdowns. But, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what you're counting on when you uh, ranked him fifth or sixth, and pretty much in, uh, industry wide, except for me, ranked him in the top 10. So I guess I was wrong. Uh, wrong for all the wrong reasons, though. Um, Eagles and Giants, uh, moving on. So Eli Manning, uh, Evan Ingram, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Who are you starting against the Eagles? I think, uh, Ingram and Beckham are starts, uh, against the Eagles secondary. Maybe not Ingram, definitely Odell. And again, classic, you know, New York Giants dilemma. It's a great matchup for Eli to exploit, but chances are this game, the Giants are going to put up, you know, nine points. Yeah, but then he usually exploits the tougher games, but he hasn't exploited the tougher games this year. Yeah, so maybe it's a reverse Eli of years past, but I'll tell you one thing. Maybe it just sucks. Yeah, maybe. That could be an option. Um I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what's happening right now. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll tell you, there's one reason to be uh, to be concerned about uh, Eli. I don't think you should start Eli. I don't think you should start Evan Ingram. I think you should start Odell because you should always start Odell. But mm-hmm. this Philadelphia Eagles front seven might be the best in the NFL. Uh, it's Top five. It's good. It's definitely good. And the New York Giants offensive line – it's not trash. good. <laughs> so, you know, if there, as we saw last week, if you get Eli under pressure, he will not produce. If this, and and that was the Lions, and I'm not saying the Lions front seven is bad; they're really good, but not as good as the Eagles, in my opinion. Major, major bust alert for. Um, Eli, and I'm not confident in Odell, but again, you should never, you're not benching Odell, you know what I mean? No. I, I, I like uh, Carson Wentz this week Love Carson Wentz. Um, obviously, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I don't like anyone in the running game for either team. No. 
but I do want to go back to the Falcons Lions game because I forgot to say something. <laughs> um, Matt Modica on Twitter, you should follow him. Uh, he comes out with a lot of great stats uh, out of the blue about both football and baseball. He's a very smart dude. I've had him um, on a previous podcast that I had. But he tweeted out today that um, st- statistics that uh, the receiving running backs have had against the Atlanta Falcons this year. Obviously, Ty Montgomery had a great day uh, last Sunday night, and Tariq Cohen had uh, a great day the previous Sunday against the Falcons. So the Lions, uh, Theo Riddick could be in line for a very big day um, if you have a fringe uh flex play that you are not sure about playing maybe slot Theo Riddick I think he'd be a good deal uh a good DFS play this week as well yeah 100% I I totally agree with that all right Seahawks and Titans uh is the Seahawks gonna get the offense going I mean their offensive line is so bad so uh, are you even starting Doug Baldwin at this point yes because they're, uh, yes, and I and I I hate to say it, you're you're starting Jimmy Graham and you're starting Russell Wilson and you're starting Doug Baldwin and Chris Carson. Yes. Okay, on the Titans side of the ball, uh, what do you make of the Demarco Murray and Derrick Henry situation? Yeah, it's interesting because I think Marco was uh, Demarco was hurt, right? Right, uh, hamstring. Yeah, so if he's one hundred percent, you're starting Demarco. And again, I don't understand why. Murray went later than I, I think, uh, um, I'm sorry. It's, um, why am I blanking on the Derrick Henry? There we go. Jeez. Um, yeah, I don't understand why Derrick Henry went as late as he did in drafts, especially, you know, in the drafts that I went to, it didn't seem like people were nervous about DeMarco heading into the year. If DeMarco's even 75% you know, healthy. If if he's anywhere less than a, if he's if he's less than one hundred heading into games, you're giving you're giving the nod to Derrick Henry just because Henry yeah. is talented enough to where, yeah, he'll he, he'll, he'll he'll get on the field and he won't get off of the field. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and maybe not this week. Again, Carlos Hyde did well against Seattle, and Seattle their front seven. Out of the gate, haven't you know? Haven't been very good, but I'd be hesitant to start Derrick Henry. I think you're starting Demarco, um, although it is a tough matchup. I'm not interested in starting any of the Titans receivers, but I am okay with Marcus Mariota. That sounds weird, but individually, I don't I don't believe enough in any of the receivers. But Mariota has been running a lot too. So mm-hmm. I think that should benefit him a lot. All right. Uh, Chargers, Chiefs, uh, Kareem Hunt, and Melvin Gordon, you're obviously going to start them both. Yes. Melvin Gordon didn't have a great week last week, but he was able to find the end zone. Um, the Dolphins' defense might actually be pretty decent. Yeah. Um, so I saw that you have Tyreek Hill ranked in your top ten this week. Why do you like him so much? I think – and and correct me if I'm wrong here, but Devontae Parker did quite well against Casey Hayward last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyreek Hill is the, you know, this sounds, you know, of course, Captain Obvious, but Tyreek Hill is the best um, wide receiver that the Chiefs have. And yeah. they'll look to get him involved, even if it's in rushing plays. They used him out of the backfielder, I should say, more as like the jet sweep type play last week against mm-hmm. Philadelphia. I think that'll happen again. I'm expecting a, another great game against um, the Chargers for Hill and Kareem Hunt. And I don't mind uh, Alex Smith and you're starting, you know, Kelsey every single week. And yeah, why not Tyreek Hill in the top 10? Yeah, I like the Chargers side of the ball too. I like Phillip Rivers this week. I yeah. like uh, I like Derrick Henry. Um, as we've discussed before, uh, Antonio Gates got the... The record, so I think it's... Did I say Derrick Henry? Yeah, it's all right, though. (laughs) Uh, So I think it's now the Hunter Henry show, um, as far as Chargers tight ends go. Um, I like Keenan Allen this week, of course. Um, As long as he's healthy, man, he's going to have a hell of a season. He's he's off to a good start. Um, All right, the Bengals and Packers. 
finally, the Bengals should have some breathing room uh, to operate on offense. They have a new offensive coordinator. Um, we've spoke at length about just giving Joe Mixon the damn ball. Um, what do you think of A.J. Green this week? Love A.J. Green this week. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, I realize- it's, it's scary because they haven't scored a touchdown. If there's any yeah. you know, matchup for Green to go off, this is it. And he's no one is going to start him anywhere. And again, that's thinking more towards the daily landscape. But yeah, I love AJ Green this week. Are you starting um, Jordy Nelson with a hurt quad? Yes, because they think he's going to play. Yeah, fair enough. Um, if he's playing, you got to start him. I agree and with you. If he doesn't, Devontae Adams is. I love Devontae Adams either way this week. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you're not benching Aaron Rodgers, so uh, <laughs> let's talk about your favorite game of the week: the Raiders and Redskins. I'll just kind of give you the floor on this one. Uh, why do you think Kirk Cousins is going to have a bounce back game? Because this Oakland, well, because he's at home and the. The Oakland Raiders secondary is not good. Um, they even allowed the you know ger- not Jermaine Curse. Yeah, it is Curse. Um, they even allowed Jermaine Curse to uh, you know t- uh, score on a deep ball last week. Oh, and, that's right, I remember that. And, you know, and that's the Jets' offense. And again, you know, it was only one. But if we're talking about the the Redskins' offense, you know, Reed is. I I I, I don't understand why the Redskins haven't done as well as they should have been doing. Terrell so Pryor has not been very good no, yet. No, he hasn't, and that frustrates me, but, I mean, yeah. Gotta I, remember, I like this him. is only his second season as a wide receiver. Yeah, and, yeah, that's a great point. But if, the, yeah, but, again, I've, I've said this sentence way too many times, this, this, <laughs> this podcast episode, but if there's any week for the Washington offense to finally play like they're the Washington offense, it, it's, it's this week because this Raiders secondary is, it's just not good. Yeah. So it's, it's two offenses to watch this week. It's the Bengals offense and the Redskins offense. And I suppose the Panthers offense. Um, yeah. To see if the, the, the bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so you like Marshawn Lynch this week? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not excited uh, Am- about him, but yeah, you should be starting him. Amari Cooper or Michael Crabtree? Crabtree by far. Although yeah. it's a and I think Chris Towers pointed this out um, last week, or I'm um, not last week. I'm sorry. Today on Twitter, he talked about how Amari Cooper is a great buy low candidate because he's just had an abnormally large amount of drops compared to the rest of you know the wide receivers in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Cooper continues to see targets. They've increased his usage in the red zone, which is a complete 180 from last year. Cooper, I, 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 I'm not hitting the panic button at all on Cooper for rest of season. And I actually like him a lot rest of season, but Crabtree will, you know, Cooper's ceiling will always be capped with Crabtree on the field. I agree. Um, Cowboys and Cardinals, uh, pretty much the worst Monday night game you could ever ask for. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't, that I don't terrible. like, the, not, I don't like the Cowboys at all. I don't like the Cowboys, and I <laughs> I <laughs> the Cardinals obviously aren't very good. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I've given up on Carson Palmer. I agree with you. Um, I'm not giving up on Larry Fitzgerald, though. And I like J.J. Nelson this week as well. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, it was a real big sort of let's see if Zach Smart moment um, was when I was I was looking at the Raz uh, the Raz Blitz um, not the Raz Blitz wow I'm off today the the Raz Ball DFS lineup optimizer and mm-hmm. it wasn't listed as Jamarcus or JJ Nelson in the um, the player list it was listed as Jamarcus Nelson so Ew. I'm I'm looking at all the wide receivers the value wide receivers under the optimizer. And I'm thinking to myself, Hmm, okay. So we have Fitzgerald. Where is JJ Nelson? And I'm looking at the list. and I'm like, okay, I see a Jamarcus Nelson. Who is this Jamarcus Nelson? 
And it took me, I think, a solid hour to figure out, oh, that's J.J. Nelson. They, <laughs> his first name's just Jamarcus, and, you know, I probably shouldn't be writing about fantasy football anymore. No, I, it, that's okay. I, I, it would have taken me, like, a little while to figure that out, too. Maybe not an hour, but, you know. Um, <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, uh, what do you think about him this week against the Cardinals? I like him. I, I think there should be a bounce back game. I think Des Bryant against that secondary. No, no. I don't. I don't All like right. it. But there he, again, there might not be a better red zone wide receiver in the in the NFL than Des Bryant. So just based off of that factor alone, I think you have. Yeah, to you're, start you're not going to bench. Des you're not going to bench him. And as for the Cardinals offense, I don't. Again, it's a good matchup, but Carson Palmer had a great matchup the last two weeks and he did not do as well as he should have done so for that case i I, i'm just giving up on carson palmer for the time being until i see otherwise i like chris johnson just because he should be the lead running back for arizona because Kerwin williams is just not good um Mm -hmm. and again i'm not giving up on larry fitzgerald and ppr but i am in standard league because he'll always be a reception monster but he's just not performing at the levels that I would like him that I would like to see in standard leagues to you know for him to be productive because you aren't getting those points for those nine catches for those you know you know six seven catches because you're only getting the production for the the yardage and the touchdowns but he's not that that's not where he's performing this year so far right all right, I think that's going to wrap us up for the evening. Um, Zach, where can we find you on Twitter? You guys can follow me on Twitter at Razball underscore Zach. All right, and we will have your uh, DFS, or not your DFS, uh, your tools page article coming out um, on Friday, I believe. Uh, Saturday. We uh, fixed the schedule, so there's more time for the uh, the Raz Blitz, the Razball <laughs> Wow, the Razball pro- uh, projections to be updated, um, so you know it can be more accurate. Because, as uh, Rudy pointed out to me, they're not the most, you know, uh, solidified projections on you know you know Wednesday uh, Wednesday evening Wednesday afternoon for me to write the Thursday article. So we're pushing it back to uh, Saturday. Yeah, that sounds good, and uh, it sounds like it's starting to get past your bedtime there, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there will be no Monday article for me this week, but um, you will be partying able to... too hard in Minnesota. No, maybe, but uh, Jay, <laughs> Jay, Jay told me to just enjoy myself, so I'm I'm going to take the opportunity to do that. Dude, but we will be out back. Of Ten great guy, Jay Long. Yes, he is. Jay Long, not Jay Wrong. Nope. Um, Top ten. But yeah, we'll be. We'll, We'll be back next week with a week four preview, and uh, we'll be answering all your comments on the Razball page. Uh, thanks for checking us out, and we'll get we'll get back with you next week.